been a minute. Yo. 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 Aiden. What's good, Creamers? What's good, Creamers? Welcome back to the Half and Half Podcast. We're on episode 92. The Half and Half Podcast. No longer hosted by Pinecast. Shout out Pinecast, though. Never going to forget mm-hmm. our first Thank real Thank you for homes. all your years. Yes. SoundCloud is more of a shack. I don't even want to call yeah. it a home. <laughs> um, and now we're, we did what I think most podcasts do, which is we got on Anchor which mm-hmm. I think Spotify owns, but it's free or they, it says buy Spotify. So maybe they even like came up with the platform, but Hey, it's, it's a good platform uh, because it doesn't cost us any money. And also we're on a bunch of uh, podcast platforms now. So you can find us on anchor on breaker on Google podcast, pocket cast, radio public. And of course, good old Spotify. We're still there. So you got more listening options. And I think you can also just listen on anchor itself maybe. So, Hey, there you go. So yeah, I didn't I didn't know most of those podcasts and services existed, but hey, if you're listening to us from there, welcome. Welcome, exactly. <laughs> hey, welcome. more distribution. We got distribution, yeah. baby. So let's yeah. go. Yeah, we took a break. Uh, got a little upgrade, and uh, yeah, we're back. Uh, now it's a podcast hosted by two college graduates. Yes, sir. Got, Congratulations, got a man. Degree in the mail, and. With it was a flyer for these overpriced ass frames, which I will not be purchasing. <laughs> yeah, I already bought mine. <laughs> <laughs> really? I, I'm I'm a slave to a frame, and I bought it. Yep. Really? <laughs> yes, I did. Did your I'm parents not... like watch you to get it or something? Or yeah, pretty you... much. Yeah. Ah, okay. I mean, their frames are like nicer because they have a what the NC State like logo. Yeah, on yeah. It it, it's very nice. It looks. Very, yeah, but it's it like also it's also like, bro, how much more money do you want for me? Yeah, I mean, so I'll tell you this though: the diploma looks really nice, man. Like, it's a like, good it diploma. Looks, mm, yeah, um, bachelor got Randy's of science. signature on that thing. Yeah, it, you know, I was gonna say we do have the same diploma: bachelor of science in uh, statistics. Statistics, yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have that uh, master's soon enough, though. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, I don't just collapse. But you know, you're you're gonna have two diplomas, man. That's pretty wild. Yeah. I will say it makes my high school like my high school diploma just look lame because it's so tidy. Oh yeah, to... yeah. <laughs> and like high school diploma is like the high school diploma is kind of shitty easy. binder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just want to say like the, the high school diploma they don't care about because like they expected that out of you, you know. Like they, yeah. they went if you don't graduate high school, it's like well you you can't really do much. So like um, yeah. you did you did the minimum? That's kind of what they say. Yeah. You did the minimum. Yeah, congratulations. You graduated high school. So would you like to be in debt now? Cool. <laughs> Thanks. I was going to say, <laughs> well, you know, um, I do find it funny because I, I think back about like the, um, like I, I thought ba- I thought back about this the other day, like the period of like leaving high school, going into college, or even more like junior year, honestly, you know? Yeah. Um, when you're starting to like, figure out like what you want to do and everything. Mm-hmm. and you have like your friend's parents like so you, you know your friend's parents ask you like a billion and one things like you know oh where do you want to go to school what are you going to major in you know yeah. and junior year i had no idea because i hadn't even thought about going to nc state at that point actually mm-hmm. um i didn't know about that till the summer before senior year really got that application in i was like let's go um let's go yes sir yes sir let's go um but I remember at that point too, like I would, I, they'd also be like, you know, you know, you could always just like, you know, go trade school and be a plumber. And I was like, look at me, I'm Aiden. 
not a plumber. I can tell you. You are like, Italian. I was about to say, they're probably like, oh, no, you look like Mario. You seem to be good. <laughs> like, I will say, I've, I, I feel like that happens a lot where, like, I think mm-hmm. a lot of, like, I don't know, parents just tell you, like, hey, you gotta, everyone always talks about being a plumber. Because you can't, you can make bank as a plumber, but that also requires, you know, you being obviously good at being a plumber, but also, like, being able to, like, market yours. And you have to be able to market yourself, too, to get people yeah. to, you know, Look, call I'll, you. I'll admit it. I, I'm a big dork. I'm not good with my hands. I don't work well with my hands. Like, that's just, like, it would be an awful, Mick. It would be an awful thing for me. Um, it's like, uh, I think I talked about even on the episode with uh, Arjun, we just did, like, my dad wanted me to, like, look into, like, the academies. And uh, I was like, for do military you, school? Yeah. Do you really think I could be in the military? <laughs> Aiden Megan defending our front lines. Yeah. Do you really think that I would be a viable member of this, well, of yep. this United well, States also, Army? You, what fighter would you be? You have to choose your fighter, you know, the, okay, the replenisher, well, the force not, multiplier. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not doing the Navy and I'm not doing the Marines because I hate boats. So I'm not doing those. Um, <laughs> okay. Air Force seems kind of intense to me. Uh, like just because i'm like those are re- those planes are going like really fast and i get you should sick, so you gotta like, be canadian mm-hmm. so you can do the i don't know what the posi- what the their branch is called but the guys who are like on the horse on the elk or whatever oh, the mounties yeah the, the mounties. mounties yeah that's cool that's a fun one um i fuck I, with the mounties coast guard i'd have to be able to swim and i'm a really bad swimmer like i'm awful at it um my 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 butt floats my body sings it's a really you could be the social media breakdown. coordinator Huh? That okay, I could do that. <laughs> you know? Tweet out some military memes. Yeah, I could, I could be the guy that recruits uh, teenagers on Twitch to join the army. <laughs> that did you see that thing I sent to? It was like this old Pokemon Go military yeah, recruitment yeah. flyer. Where it was like, do you like Pokemon Go? Well, if you're in the military, you travel a lot of places, so you can catch a lot of Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, dude. That's that's an incredible type of um. That's that's an incredible way of trying to get people in. It's like it's like on the Twitch things being like, hey, kids, do you like shooting guns in Fortnite? Well, how about would you like to shoot real guns and do fun dances in the military instead? Yeah, would you like to dance on the dead bodies of Middle Eastern families? <laughs> Every person you shoot, you get to do one milli rock. <laughs> if you become a corporal, you can do the I don't know what I don't know. Any of you can dabs. dab on those haters as you drop a bomb. You can get them. you can unlock the gritty. <laughs> you can unlock the gritty. If Isn't you- that Justin Jefferson's thing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, every like a ton of NFL players that season, but Jefferson. But he was, was like, like I don't know, like the face of the. Yeah, he's the face, the face of, the of the gritty. Yeah, um, you can do like the weird Kirk Cousins dance where he likes like flies his arms around his waist and like spins. Yeah. You know. Oh man, I'm just imagining like this just in the middle of battle, someone just gets like a headshot. It's like time to hit that move, and then they just get hit with an IUD. Not an IUD. <laughs> That's the wrong you know? thing. You know what I'm thinking about I, now, no, and like this whatever. is just something I'm gonna have to bounce to right here, um, just because my brain just went here. You know, like how some of the most famous people in the world are now just like TikTokers, and like they're they're pretty much like our age or younger. I would just like to clarify an IUD is birth control. That is not what I was. <laughs> Did you say IUD? Yeah, I, I, I'm it's mixing not it up with other thing. Like I forget. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, ICD, IED. It has like it eyes in there, so maybe that's where. It's not IU. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. No, but yes, TikTokers. They're very famous. Uh, there's a TikTokers versus YouTube boxing match coming up soon, actually. So you know, like how like I'm I'm trying to think about like 
how do TikTokers, and I'm talking about like ones that are like our age and younger, particularly, what do mm-hmm. they do to like commemorate like 9 11? They on don't talk. They... <laughs> I don't. Good question. You know, if I remember this when it when it's 9-11 this year, I will go on TikTok and see what I can find. All right. Make sure you mark your calendar in case you forget the date, you know. Also, um. are you are you do you are you remotely curious to see who's on this boxing card for this TikTok versus YouTube in one battle second. of the platforms? In one second, because I have like, like one bit. Yeah, no, go for it. I didn't mean to. Well, I was just gonna say I can imagine like um, you know, those like POV TikTokers. Yeah. It's like <laughs> <laughs> like just like just about, I, I like I don't even oh, the know ones who I think they're actors there. and stuff yeah i don't even know if i want to go there but just imagine what they do on 9 11 then could you like pov you're 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 on the plane and you wrestled you wrestled the man to the ground saving two thousand americans on the cold september morning it's yeah like, or like <laughs> huge or like, like you know POV, I'm your husband, and I just got back from the, the twit. Like, you know, I just got back from work yes. or something on 9 yes. 11. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, honestly, like, you know, I don't, I'm not really on that part of TikTok. Knowing my part of TikTok, I'd probably get someone just talking about it or maybe yeah. like talking about the interesting sort of relationship about how 9 11 is a tragedy and deserves to be, you know, viewed and remembered as such. But also how 9 11 is used as like a weird sort of like, emotional tool to like get people to agree on certain policies or something i would probably get some like deep shit like I mean, that that, I, that was just the patriot act like patriot act in general <laughs> think about that that was um so 9-11 happens it completely rocks the united states for obvious reasons it's like one of the most it's probably like one of the most it is the most brain-breaking event in our history yeah and also um, there's just to add on there's also the matter of uh there would also be people on TikTok who just exist to piss off like boomers and they would probably just say some really edgy shit about how 9-11 isn't a big deal or something. I could have stopped it easy. Like things like that, you know, like huge Mark Wahlberg energy, you know, like if I was on the planes, it would have went down different. Or yes, they just, Mark like, they just, they just fucking, they hit a dance move and then it just cuts the twin towers falling or some shit. Oh, thing. Like, what, bro? I mean, come yeah, on. That's, now. More, that's more, that's honestly more Vine humor in my opinion. vine humor exists there's pockets you know and it'll never truly die but i saw a lot of like um jihad joke videos on vine back in the day that was like oh yeah the humor that that was was a trend that people don't talk about anymore (laughs) the humor at that point online was so like if honestly it's it was like like it's toddler it was like a terrible dues or something it's just yeah it was awful it was Um, just chaotic and all over the place just like you were allowed to just be like blatantly racist and just say the n-word online at that point and then like it comes back like seven years later and people are like how could they it's like well i mean everyone they knew was doing it everyone they knew that was famous was doing it so that's why they did it for clout yeah so you just talking you were talking about how some tiktokers like i could have stopped 9-11 well maybe some of these people in this boxing match could have of a transition yeah let me hear this yeah let me hear about this so first of all i feel so bad for whoever at sporting news had to write little analysis paragraphs for each of these matchups because some of these are literally just like oh this person has this many followers and this person has that many followers (laughs) weighing (laughs) in at 185 pounds with 2.2 million followers on tiktok 
is Jamie Smitherson. I don't know. I, I don't know TikTokers. I need you to explain like who each of Jamie these guys Smitherson. Are I don't know most of the TikTokers either. Because like I told you, I'm like on like my TikTok is a mixture of like sports humor, just like skits. Uh, there's some wholesome stuff in there, and then some like nerdy shit. I don't know. But for the oh, YouTubers, I, I another know sorry, another really quick aside. My yeah. in, just an update of my Instagram Reels algorithm. Yeah, where are we added the progression. It's it's now like very sad millennials telling a nine-year-old girl who's like trying to lip sync the numbers one through 16 to make it look like the fairly odd parents theme uh to shove it <laughs> it's so it's millennials just hating on kids it's millennials being like um real 90 kids just can mouth the words actually um <laughs> you, oh, you, wow. you lip syncing notoriously looked at as a talent yeah you little nine-year-old idiot. Uh, it's, it's we us nine kids. We just know the words. Um, yeah. So how about you? Uh, go die. Like it's just it's my, insane stuff, man. My Instagram reels is a mixture of like sports stuff and then like sexist gym bros. So you know. <laughs> I, that's, honestly, that's so much better than mine. Mine is still awful, man. Yeah. It's like t- oh, teenage pregnancy's been really big on my uh, Instagram reels recently. Just teen oh, moms being like, love being a teen mom. And I'm like, good Why for you, man. I'm glad you're happy. Pushing this? <laughs> I'm glad they're happy, though. I'm glad they're happy. That's great. I'm um, happy that they're happy with their life and everything. What's really like, funny, what we're yeah. aside, what's really funny with the gym bro stuff. And look, I don't care. They look, if you work out for yourself, which is obviously what you should do, that's good. However, I oh, find yeah. it really funny that those guys will get super yoked. And then the same guys will make like the, like the, you know, the reels, TikToks, or they'll be like, oh, you know, I look like this, but this is her man. And it's like some skinny dude or some guy who's not like super yoked. But it's funny because mm-hmm. their comment section are literally just dudes. <laughs> Oh yeah, I like, barely dude. see any like. Assuming they're like, we'll say they're straight. I do not see any straight woman in these straight males' comment sections. Probably because they're not interested in someone who's so fucking full of themselves. But it's just like, a bunch of guys dude, being like, "Nice pecs, man." Flame emoji, flame emoji, flame emoji, flexing lock. emoji, sunglasses emoji. What was that? Lock like the locked in or whatever. Oh yeah, locked uh, in on the grind. Lock one hundred. It's like. Next up, the world. <laughs> oh boy! But let's see who is fighting. So, uh, do you know who the Ace Family is? Oh yeah, the Ace Family. Yeah, they're yeah. They're the the, the, yeah. the dad is boxing in the main event. How old is he? Like thirty? I don't know how old he is. He's I think he's like younger. So like thirty, I could see maybe like late twenties. But Austin McBroom is fighting Bryce Hall, who I've heard of, but I have no idea what he looks like. Because okay, oh. wait, Bryce Hall was he the one that like beat up a random waitress? Or waiter, huh? I mean, sorry, not waitress, waiter. That happened? Uh, I think, so. well, I'll have to look this up before I slander Bryce Hall's good name. Jamie, look that up. <laughs> yeah, Jamie. We really need to get Jamie, man. So I'm like, yeah, just like, even TMG has like people in the fucking background to just pull up clips for him. I mean, hey, I'm we're ma- we're gonna be making enough money soon that we could afford, a, <laughs> we could afford <laughs> to just pay an intern once a week, pay someone minimum wage to just like look things up for us. Yeah, man, but yeah, it's an awesome room versus Bryce Hall. Um, nice. I've heard of the guy. I assume a lot of these guys are just like the same looking white boy because most of them look the same. So, oh my god, wait, are you kidding me? No, this was the guy that did that. Okay, TikToker Bryce Hall is defending himself against claims he fought a waiter who asked him not to vape. 
What? You, that's that's got to be satire, right? Like that's Dude, not that's real. Insane. That's so funny. Like you can't. So, yeah. Like satire doesn't exist anymore because real life is just way too absurd. Like yeah. Oh my god. Bryce Hall, a massively popular TikToker with over 14 million followers. Oh my god. Was caught Probably physically. More now. Yeah, was caught physically fighting waitstaff at a restaurant on Monday <laughs> after an alleged dispute over his vape pen and credit card. Um, Could you so, so you know how like people are like being like, oh, why does no one want to take restaurant jobs? This is why. Could you imagine yeah, getting you paid like ten talkers? Could you imagine not even getting paid minimum wage because you got to make it up in tips or whatever? And this fuckhead is vaping and then tries to fight you. Yeah. So it was. So yeah, they I told quit. him to stop vaping because it's prohibited in la restaurant bars um yeah, fine restaurant is called cinco in la so if you're ever in the la area make sure to tip the wait staff at cinco well um cinco employees told tmz that hall and his friends were the first to make physical contact initiating a full-out brawl Oof, i'm surprised there's no video of this this just sounds like something that would have gotten recorded on an iphone or something so the thing Jeez. that hall claims is that they wouldn't give him his credit card back Maybe they were saying like, maybe like he went to pay and they, like he was vaping, and they were like, if you don't stop vaping, like we're just gonna hold on to this until you like actually respect our rules or something. And then he tried to fight him out. Now, <laughs> why um, was that his first question, dude? Just stop vaping and step outside because if you're paying, you're clearly done eating there, right? Yeah. So that's absurd. <laughs> so yeah, apparently, like Hall claims that the manager like tried to like grab him, kick him out, but then he just started fighting all the employees. I guess. <laughs> just imagine like a bunch of wait staff surrounding this TikTok, and he's been like, "Come at me, bro! Come on!" I I really would have loved if it turned into like that video of like the guy getting jumped, where all like, "Fight back! Fight back!" You know, someone's <laughs> weighing it on him. Fight back, man! Fight back! Hey, if you're Austin McGroom, you got to watch that tape for that boxing. Yeah, see how I was about to say you'll know, you'll know about him. Okay, oh, so I that's... know about him because so like I I'm not yeah. like I'm trying like I kind of like get him in like boxing and stuff and I kind of try and follow it sort well, of yeah because boxing is cool honestly. yeah so like I got I get I got like two TikToks of people who are like they're not like super high profile professional fighters but like you know they fight at like a decent like like an amateur semi pro type level you know yeah yeah and they were just talking Bryce Hall like releases a video of him boxing. And he's got like some guy holding his pad and he's just punching at them. And every single one I've seen is just like, yeah, this dude would get knocked out in like five seconds because every time he punches, he just leaves his head open. <laughs> like, you know how you, when you like a boxer punches, they sort of like kind of lean with it to like their elbows kind of blocking their face. And then they have their other hand sort of there too. He's just punching really fast with his hands down. Oh my God, that's awesome. And then to make it look cool, the guy who's doing the pad work, you know how like people with pads are supposed to try and like, hit you so you can like yeah. block yeah. or you know the dude's just like swiping the pads like over the his head so he can like, <laughs> duck a little bit and everyone's like who the fuck is punching you up there well let me tell you that's a trainer who does not care if he wins and like that's a probably honestly hopes he loses and just wants a paycheck <laughs> it honestly just looked like his friend who he made yeah. put pads on so he could look cool because he's punching really fast so so the main card of this is Bryce Hall versus Austin McBroom of the Ace family. Yes. That's really funny because I just looked it up. Austin McBroom is 29. Bryce Hall's 21. <laughs> but 29, you're still like in your athletic prime, kind of. You are you are going to be stronger typically as a 29-year-old than a 21-year-old. 
Like, yeah. unless there's like big exceptions, but hey, like, good luck, Bryce. Can't wait to watch it. Uh, can't wait to watch the leaked uh stream on YouTube or whatever, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like the clip on Twitter when someone gets knocked. Honestly, the way a lot of these fights go is everyone wants to knock each other out so bad that they just don't, yeah. Um, I don't know who I want to win that fight. I guess Austin I don't like either of them, but yeah, I guess I, I, I guess he's less like a like, can they both lose? Is that possible? Can you knock each other draw? out at the same time? I don't know. Yeah, just, yeah. I, you know what would be great? I honestly just hope it goes. No. Because uh, if it goes to no decision, they're just going to do a trilogy fight. Oh, they will. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know who I want to win that. I'll zoom I, I guess the, McBroom. Zoom through the undercards real quick on the other ones. Uh, Anderson Gibb, who I'm kind of aware of, he lost to Jake Paul. Um, okay. I've never seen that. Taylor Holder, uh, KSI's brother. <laughs> oh, KSI's okay. brother versus Vinny Hacker. Uh, okay, YouTuber gotcha. slash rapper DDG versus Nate Wyatt. Uh, FaZe Jarvis, so a FaZe Clan guy's in here. Oh, I, I know Jarvis. He got banned from Fortnite. That's what I know him about because <laughs> he was using aimbot on stream. Versus Michael Lee. Uh, Tanner Mike. Fox, who sounds familiar. Okay, now that's a fake name, man. Come on. Tanner You gotta Fox. be messing with me. Tanner Fox, you gotta be you're messing with me now, right? Versus Ryland Storms. Okay, you're making up names, man. Like, what are you doing? These are real. Those are real. <laughs> They're fighting each other. Ryland uh, Storm. I guess Austin has a brother or a family member because we have Landon McBroom versus okay. someone, Ben Azalart. And then Brian Johnston, who I think uh, Cody and Noel talk about on their podcast for a little bit. I think he's the one who made the prank video where he pretended to drop him and his wife's child. Wait, wait, who, wait. What's the name again? Ryan Johnston. Ooh, that does sound familiar. I yeah. think, yeah, so what he did was, like, he was, like, holding his baby, and his wife went downstairs for a second, and then he had his friend take his baby and give him, like, a doll, and he, like, dropped it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. wow, that's traumatic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> versus um, Kale Soraj, and that's your boxing. Yeah, Tanner Fox versus Rylan Storms, just battle of made-up names. Dude, th that can't be real. I, I look him up. You made a fake famous birthdays page for Rylan Storms, man. I, I applaud you. That's a great prank by you. Like, what? Why are there so many ace family people in this fight? Ryan Johnston's sister is Austin McBroom's wife. Why not? <laughs> Why not, man? Um, Rylan Storms. I'm trying to figure out, like, anything about him, but, like, his bio is, like, non-existent. Um, because I, I mostly I just want to know if Storms is actually his last name. Because if it is, that's absurd. Yeah. Also, yeah. I guess Nate Wyatt, who's fighting DDG, they're both musicians. I guess is why they put them together. Yeah. All right. Um, I hope they all knock each other out. That's my analysis on the fight, man. Like, <laughs> I hope, I hope they all clean each other's clocks. <laughs> boxing um, great sport shout out to the person from sporting news who had to fucking put this together i am sorry yeah i'm so sorry when, when is that happening uh, hold on i have the date on it let me just pull it back up real quick i think it's soon right it should be soon right i imagine it is I, i've been hearing about this for a while i i yeah, never it's actually next saturday is it really June 12th at 7 p.m Pasant, did we do a live episode of the Half and Half podcast? Bro, it I'm not paying 50 <laughs> bucks for the PPV. 
Well, no, because we pay 25 25 and, you know, we like I stream it over here. So I'm messing Aiden, around now. Not Aiden, I know you don't want to spend I, your hard earned money. I on a absolutely. No, you're actually right about that. There's some there's nothing I would rather spend less. Mo- like there's nothing in this world that I would rather spend money on. No, I completely said that backwards. There um, are a lot of things you would rather spend money there, on. That I would rather spend $50 on anything else in this world. Wait, 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 wait. If you yeah. buy the fight, you can get additional add-ons. You can get an exclusive t-shirt, hoodie, oh. and uh, an NFT. <laughs> well, that's great, because I literally just sent you an article saying that NFTs, no, NFTs are in the gutter. crashed already. Yeah. Okay, we need to talk about that for a second, actually. Yeah, just, the even just for NFT second. influencer thing. Yeah. yeah, we should do that. Uh, shout out uh, to uh, all the currencies that have just come to exist. Uh, shout out to that. Like, I think she was British. I don't know. She had an accent. Maybe I'm misremembering. Shout out to that lady who came up with a currency called Cummies in anyone oh, yeah, else yeah. who makes like just like really deranged currency because they're all just trying to be Dogecoin. But the more you force the bit, the less funny it is. Mm-hmm. But the funny part about like all these like fake cryptos or not fake cryptos, I guess, but, like, these joke cryptos is, like, there's just this army of weirdos that, like, try and make them a thing, you know? That are just, like, dude, I'm going to make so much money off commies. It's, like, dude, it's, you don't want to. <laughs> it's it's because of FOMO, right? Like, I'm not even going to yeah. lie when, like, the AMC GameStop, and there was, like, a little doge bump happening around that time, too. When that was happening, part of me was, like, should I be getting in on this? I had personally i will tell you this i had no interest to because like even as old as i am now i'm not that old well, no, for like that. two seconds i was like if i can just like make like a quick buck off this why not but that was like it was like a brief feeling so like i'm not yeah. surprised there's other people who aren't really into like investing or crypto or any of that stuff but they see this happening and they're like you know i mean and also look like we're coming off of a pandemic that put a lot of people in like financially tough situations or mm-hmm. made money yeah. maybe a little more tight. So, look, they always say this, right? If it's too good to be true, it probably is. But I can't fault some people for just being, like, tempted to try and, like, get, like, something out of this bubble. And it's really shitty of um, any influencer for doing that. Because what they'll do is, and uh, Aiden, you've seen this too, they'll say something about a crypto, talk about it in, like, a tweet threat. But then at the end, they'll be like, this is not financial advice yeah yeah so they can't get sued which by the way you will still you could still easily get sued and they could just be like this is not enough to uh act like you know you were not you know responsible for this yeah no exactly um yeah no it it is pretty wild though because like um what we've seen recently is so bitcoin had like a plummet in price because of uh you heard about what happened with tesla right Mm -hmm. well elon musk well tesla stopped it isn't accepting it for purchases or whatever yeah right um Elon and, Musk is single-handedly dictating a lot of crypto stuff, which is kind of why. Like, why would you bad. ever? In my opinion, why would you ever invest in something that, like, um, that that like one tweet could alter the entire state of? Forever? That's my thing. The volatility is like bothersome to me. Like, I wouldn't like, be com- like. I know the stock market is volatile, and like that's sort of part of the game is risk. But like, a tweet. And that's something, the thing with anything like, Tesla related, right? Is like, yeah, if Elon Musk does something, if Elon Musk goes on SNL into bombs, it's gonna plummet something, which is, which is what happened not, too. That the happens, Doge, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but not like I have a question. Okay, 
Okay. What is a stock backed up by? Look, I know I'm an economics minor, but honestly, I couldn't tell you. There's a company though, right? Oh yeah, well yeah, yeah. There's That's assets. True. There's value. Like that. Like there's stock a reason. Fails. There's like something. That's you know like I, yeah there's a company that's also failing with it. Okay, what gives Bitcoin value? People, <laughs> literally, just people saying it has value. It's people right? and well, it's in, it's the amount of money there. It's money and demand and people and all of that. So yeah, I guess yeah, that is the the difference, right? Is like a stock. Why would like, I? Your a stock is you're buying a piece of a company essentially, yeah. but what are you buying with like what do you when you buy a Bitcoin or a Doge or insert crypto? You're just buying. What are you buying a piece of? Your that's what currency I'm only has value because like a society gives it value. The dollar is only valuable because the United States and the rest of the world all agree it's a currency. This is the currency that this country uses. It has value. It's used in exchange for things. That's why dollars have value. Crypto and Doge only have value because people put money behind it. There's big people who's trying to get put their weight behind it. So it's a thing with value. Yeah, but, and the thing, like you the said, that, like it's very flimsy. Yeah, and again, it's so flimsy to me. And like the thing that really cracks me up too is a lot of these like you know, Bitcoin gurus or whatever these like crypto guys are like, you're the the U.S. dollar is going to be worth nothing soon. Like, put the money in crypto. The funny thing about that to me is how inflation in America has not been out of control in like thirty years. Like we've basically like it's at like a consistent like. 2% rate. I was I really interested and I've told you this like the pandemic yeah. happened and that was terrible. Yeah. But in a world without a pandemic, an issue that was going to come up to us was possibly possibly inflation because we had like too much employment if that's even possible. You know what I mean? Like it had gotten to the point where I think we were like stagnating and that's kind of when things become really dicey because yeah. there's no room for growth if you've just maxed out. So, yeah, and here's the thing um the u.s but we never got to see with, that because the pandemic just tanked everything so yeah but the thing is now is the u.s is dealing with some inflation at the moment um it's up to 4.2 percent and i want you to understand something you're like that doesn't sound like disastrous right well it's even less disastrous when you look at the fact that like it's the, it's the highest it's been since 2008 yeah 2008 was the crash yeah and, and like, usually when there's a crash, an economy is usually going to look at itself and be like, yeah, we're not going to try and inflate again. Cause when you have inflation, yeah. that's what happens. <laughs> so so th there's all these things about like, you know, um, oh no, inflation is going to like run rampant. It really probably won't be like, it, it's probably going to like start coming down eventually. Little and, like, fluctuations no aren't yeah. cause for concern, either a drastic one or like a trend. Yeah. Those are the two things that would be concerning. In any, most cases, if something changes like really quickly, or it starts moving in a certain direction, that's something that you should pay attention to. A little uptick, you look at it, but if it's not too much of an uptick and you think you can get a handle on it, which I imagine the Fed and you know all the all the you know parties behind all of that stuff, yeah, probably they, that's their job is to you know make sure it doesn't get out of control. So yeah, and um, so I was gonna say though, like so okay, inflation's apparently running wild is like what they would say. But also, a man just said his one company won't accept your coin, and then it just dropped in value. And then China banned it, and then dropped in value even more. Well, that goes back it to went, what I was saying. It went right? from sixty thousand to thirty-seven now. Sheesh! It's nearly dropped fifty wow. percent in That's less crazy. than a month. 
that's wild but doesn't that kind of go back to what i was saying like the like any currency like dollar yen uh pesos all have value because like a society pretty much unanimously agrees this is what we're going to use to pay for stuff so it has value yeah. it's a store of value and then other countries will also be like okay we'll accept this currency and then exchange right you know, exchange rate, with ours, yeah. whatever but yeah so like bitcoin loses bitcoin the problem is it's not it's not as widely an accepted currency so there's a little more volatility there and then like you said like it just took like one of the biggest company a big company with associated with a guy who has i think put his weight behind a lot of this crypto stuff mm-hmm. saying we don't want it anymore and then all of a sudden when you have a big player say this doesn't have value to us it tanks it and what's more concerning is when countries say they don't want it because yes. could you imagine what would happen to like the u.s dollar if a, like a, like 50 percent of the countries were like oh we don't recognize it as a currency Oh yeah, there would you know be how no value. useless it would it, become. It, it would it would lose all of its value. We would lose so much power in international demand. But like, even imagine here, it's like all of a sudden the dollar becomes useless. How are you buying anything? You know, like so. But that's not going to happen realistically. Like that'd be so, wild. Yeah. No. Here's what I would say. It's like so. You, you you believe that like the U.S. dollar could crash and burn and be useless, but you believe that everywhere will just start accepting your Bitcoin, like. <laughs> That's the also, issue with like I, cryptocurrencies. Why would I want to yeah, pay for anything? Why would I want to pay for anything with something that I treat as like a stock? Because that's what they treat it as now as a stock. If you believe it it's rises up, in value and falls, yeah, in value. yeah. If you believe it's going to rise in value, why would you ever buy things with it? Also, why? So, like in my head, and I'm not look. I look just because look look. I took economic classes. I got a fucking minor. It's not like I'm not particularly in tune with this stuff, though. Honestly, mm-hmm. I was going to say you're a friend we had on as a guest who has like a stock podcast. He's probably this is definitely yeah, David. In his house. Yeah, David, David. I know better. He's probably go. What's this podcast called? I'm sorry. I, uh, ooh, uh, I'll, this is not, I'll not double a good check. Look. <laughs> but Market yes, David. Launch, yeah, David, who was on yeah, earlier happened. when the GameStop AMC stuff happened. Super yeah. smart. Clearly knows his stuff. So. Also, hey, not financial advice. We should just say that just because. Why oh, not? Yeah, Everyone's saying that. I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll give this as financial advice. Don't invest in crypto. <laughs> yeah, I think what's interesting is so like in my head when like crypto and stuff is becoming a thing, I thought it was supposed to theoretically, isn't it at some point supposed to replace like paper currency or the dollar or something? It's supposed to be the sort of currency because Bitcoin is the same regardless of where you're from, right? It's like yeah, like the exchange rate probably different is different, but like it's like a consistent currency. So if it's supposed to become this new currency, maybe not so much replace the dollar or replace a currency, but just sort of be like an adjacent currency that only yeah. exists as a digital thing. Like you said, if it becomes more expensive to get, you can't really use it as a currency, can you? Because then people aren't going to be able to get a hold of it. The exchange rate is not beneficial to anyone. No, exactly. So, yeah. Like it's beneficial to make money off of, but then that's not really what you know i feel like then at that point it's not really much of a currency is it it's a stock no. like you said yeah that's it's what i'm saying a, it's, a, it's like a floating stock. stock it's like a kite it's just flying around but there's nothing like yeah. tether it's like a loose kite nothing tethering it down so but man like, what, what yeah what is what's been like the most predictable part of this whole like crypto-ish type of thing is just like the complete fall of nfts like, because NFTs were just such a ludicrous concept. That was to begin really with. quick, by the way. The NFT yeah. bubble. I expected the bubble to last a little longer, but it's already like, dist- like, exploding on itself. 
Um, which this again, that was totally predictable because NFTs are just a stupid concept. Like it's literally just like, oh, let me buy a JPEG and pretend it has value. But if no one buys it from you, like why like it's like you, you could say, like, oh, well, I bought you would say the same thing about like an original Picasso. Like it only has value if people treat it like it does. So yeah, but that was made by Picasso. <laughs> Yours, it's a I'm, PNG of a Picasso. I'm not buying the GIF of Neon Cat that I could easily get online anywhere else. Like, come on. It's essentially just digital art. Yeah. A lot of it, right? You, But you can't, like, th- this is the thing about um, art in the digital world. It's hard to actually have digital art that cannot be just, like, easily trans, like, easily uh, copied and transferred across the entirety of the internet. It already yeah. devalues art to begin with. Why does acting like you're just because you have like a special link to this like one JPEG make you like feel like you're the owner and have value? I could just go and like screenshot it and I have it. Why would I pay for that? Yeah. So, like stupid concept. Yeah, it's very much like I don't know. And look, we might sound like complete idiots to some of y'all, which is fine. <laughs> but um it's i don't know man it's one of those things where like you, i watch it and i'm just like look i think crypto is interesting i'm very uninformed about a lot of it and like blockchains like interesting and important and also something that i'm not super well versed on but i'm i'm at least aware enough to say that these people are grifting a lot of these people they're taking advantage of a wave because oh, they think because they're rich man if they take a loss some of them can eat it and some of them also know how to get out because they're pulling you in so they can make money and they can hop out. So when yeah, and- David fucking Portnoy or any of these other morons try and give you this advice, but then say it's not advice, don't take it. Because by the way, it's the reason, like, it's kind of sus advice if someone's giving it with, like, the thing of it's not real advice. And they're doing that to cover their ass. And I'm waiting for at some point, like, what is it, the SEC and all the other, like, business governing bodies are going to come in and try and like put some oh, rules once, on this once stuff. crypto starts getting regulation watch bitcoin drop even more in price too the way yeah the waves this wave is going to fall and like i understand wanting to make money but everyone else wants to make money too so in from the same thing so clearly there's going to be motives in there that's not good it's not in your best interest man if you're struggling it sucks. And like, I know like this country doesn't do the greatest job of making it, making things easy as far as people being able to sort of pull themselves up by actually just working hard. Cause it's not that simple, mm-hmm. but this shit sounds too good to be true because it is don't listen to little pumps, crypto advice, man. Like he don't care. But do you know what is legit? The song what? cream coin by now we've launched our own <laughs> cryptocurrency cream coin okay not is currently valued advice. is yeah not financial advice though but buy it right now okay it's currently valued at uh 0.0001 cent per cream coin but if you what i recommend is putting a million dollars into that right now but take a million dollars buy as many cream coin as you can because let me tell you it's only going to get better from here as i turn off the website forever <laughs> i take all the money oh, yeah wasn't there one that just literally made money off people and then just said it just disappeared yeah the website just like went down just said like you've been robbed <laughs> yeah, so don't be that guy 
And yeah. also to my econ professors, I am so sorry that I, for some reason, was not able to say that a stock is backed by a company. I apologize. Yeah, one, man. You could take my minor back. <laughs> it's fine. It's not even on my degree. <laughs> um, I don't know why I was expecting the answer to be more complicated than that. No, no. <laughs> I was just looking for a company. Like, I was literally just saying, like, you know, what is the, very, like, what is the only thing? What is a stock? I mean, if we really think about it, the stock market, it's just... It's just gambling. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. And the stock market's also silly, too. I'm not trying to say that that's like this amazing thing. It's also But it has a little more backing. A lot more backing, yeah. actually. It's it's much more solid. Like, I can, like, usually, like, I can trust that J&J's stock is not going to, like, you know, go belly up, usually. It's, like, yeah. it's, it's a risk and reward thing, but there's also just solid investments in there, unlike crypto. Nothing is solid in crypto right now. Nope. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, yeah, I, I, I would just say stay away unless you are buying cream coin, buy cream coin right now. <laughs> uh, may I say too, I, I very, I was very, uh, appreciative of you accepting all legal responsibility for cream coin when we came up for it. I have it. absolutely not done such a thing. This is not financial advice, please. No, he really did do it. I'll, for the meme this week, I'll, I'll I'll have cream coin with his written uh, signature. Do not do that. that <laughs> I'm um, not trying to get hit with Say that he's the creator and the person that's going to take any legal fallout for him. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but uh, speaking of uh, taking advantage of a situation, mm-hmm. um. Horse was doing drugs. Ooh, yeah, yeah. We got horse drama. Let's go. Yeah, this happened a bit while, a while ago, but it's still absurd to me that there is a horse well, yeah. horse doping, horse drugs. Well, dude, there's going to be drama in the horse world, let me tell you, okay? The horse world, it got drama. You want to know why, Basan? There's There's always money in the horse world. That's what we all need to get in the horse world right now. Buy horse coin right Pay now. Coin. <laughs> um, secretariat coin. Yeah, buy secretariat coin right now, people. Watch Bojack Horseman. Do anything horse related. Dream Horse just came out in theaters starring Tony Collette. I saw it. Yes, I did. Alone, of <laughs> course. And it was pretty good. Do ketamine. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm pretty sure ketamine is horse tranquilizer. So, is it really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wow, right? that's incredible. I didn't know that. No, isn't that quaaludes? Is isn't quaaludes horse tranquilizers? Do horse, don't actually do horse tranquilizers. They'll probably kill you. Um, I think it's uh, quaaludes, but I might be wrong. No, ketamine. Yeah, ketamine. ketamine or horse tranquilizer. If you want to put no, a horse to sleep, yeah, it is. Wow, I didn't know that. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you, you the know. The government, that. if you are listening to this, I'm not looking to purchase ketamine. That is not why I Googled <laughs> it. <laughs> Look, you know, though, um, if, 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 if it's in the sports world, there's going to be drama around it, right, Basan? Oh, yeah. And I, I actually do mean it a little bit. with When I say, like, it is because there's money, right? Mm-hmm. There's plenty of money in horse racing. Oh, like an absurd amount of money. Once again, because yeah. we all decided this is something we want to, uh, people decided it was something they wanted to like, you know, get their gambling addiction out on. Well, yeah. And <laughs> it's also because it's a, it's a rich man's sport too. We have to bet on everything. Oh, yeah, all the celebrities yeah. be showing up and their stupid fits with their big Yeah, hats. exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> kind of like, um, 
think about this way. Golf doesn't usually garner like the largest viewership, right? But golf has so much money. PGA has so much money in those tournaments. And it's because like, again, they, they do well, first of all, even with the TV ratings, like the Masters consistently does really well. And so like there are other bigger tournaments, but like it's there, it's just, there's money in the audience already. Um, so like, but like, that's like the big thing in a horse racing, particularly it's, it is such like gambling is so big there because most of the people that really like are in it are of like an upper class area where they mm-hmm. can do this types of bets. That's not everybody in it. There's a lot of people who just love gambling that too, but it is usually an upper class game. So mm-hmm. what happened recently in the horse world, Vassan? They had Bob their big Baffert. race. Yeah. So Kentucky Derby happened. Uh, Bob, Bob Baffert's horse won. I need to get the name of that one again. Funny thing is I know the trainer, but I don't know the horse. That's interesting. Uh, oh, Medina Spirit. Okay. <laughs> Always got the weirdest names, by the way, horses. <laughs> Okay, wait, I, I got to, okay, these are actually all awesome. Let me tell you, okay, this man is great at naming horses, okay? So these are a bunch of different horses Bob Baffert's had during his time uh, being a trainer. Silver Charm, Real Quiet, that's a funny one, I like that one. War Emblem, Ooh. Point Given, <laughs> Okay. Captain Steve. <laughs> I like that one. Curling. Just curling. No G. Curling. He, he just, I feel like it's just whatever words are in his mind, that's what the horse is going to be called. Pioneer of, and that's one word, pioneer of the Nile. So pioneer of the Nile, but pioneer of is one word. Swiss skydiver. Ooh. <laughs> that's a really good one. I like that one. Swiss skydiver. And then uh, another one here, into mischief. That's a good one too. That horse is a bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Bob Baffert is actually the trainer to have the most horses win at the Kentucky Derby. And Uh-oh. this year was the year he got the record actually. Well, so, so we thought. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, he still does have the record. I don't think they've they haven't the va- vacated it. I don't think they did. Um, <laughs> okay. We'll see. Um, that's also Kentucky Derby winner fails second drug test. That's pretty awesome. Not just the this first one. Also, this horse has a problem. It's Bojack. Yeah. Bojack. Needs help. His newest horse, his newest champion, Bojack. Um, it has an addiction. Yeah. So Bob Baffert, um, again, so one of the most successful trainers ever. He trained American Pharaoh, who won the Triple Crown in 2015, and Justify, who once again won the Triple Crown in 2018. Uh, he has the record of seven Kentucky Derbies, uh, which is, again, ridiculous, incredible. But his latest horse, Medina Spirit, that won the Kentucky Derby, has now failed two drug tests. Um, so they had him probably, they probably had it on some sort of steroid, is what I would guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I i made a mistake just clicking on the wikipedia page because of the first the, the first sentence i read the positive test also led to former president donald trump calling medina spirit a junkie in a statement 
Nice. It's a horse, but apparently it's a junkie. <laughs> this junkie horse. <laughs> As if this horse is actively just sitting there. It's like on its hind legs. It's got like a tourniquet around its arm. Just like, oh, fuck. That's the good stuff, man. Time to race, baby. Has a cig in its mouth. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, um, I need to ease my nerves a bit. He, he's in bed with another horse. Just be back, baby. <laughs> Let's go do this thing. Um, Hey, Vasan, do you mm. think when... um? the horse goes on trial do you think is when they say did you do drugs he'd go nay and that's the half and half podcast everyone <laughs> invest in cream coin today that is the end of the half and half podcast <laughs> yeah i'm deleting the everything show. there's a big red everything. button on my computer i'm gonna click it <laughs> um oh, yeah <laughs> so i'm so sorry i'm like derailing myself right now <laughs> it's okay whenever we talk about a junky horse it really brings out the emotions in us yeah <laughs> um so he so the funny thing was so baffert went on america's newsroom which is a show on fox and he, he asserted that <laughs> oh my god he asserted that the win was valid by suggesting that the Medina that Medina spirit may have tested positive after a groom took cough medicine and urinated on some hay, which the horse then ate. <laughs> oh my god! I don't <laughs> think urine is the problem here, my guy. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> it's just. Like that's what he came up with, and he thought we would just accept that. Like I, I love it. Okay, I, I you know, I'm on back. I appreciate how now. like he's just like, yep, this is my story, and I'm sticking to it. But wow. also, get a better story, man. So this is May 10th. Okay, I just want to point that out to you. Okay, this is May 10th when he's not doing this interview. Um. <laughs> Baffert also said the situation was like a cancel quote was like a cancel culture kind of thing end quote um, <laughs> I wish whenever any athlete man, uh, tests positive for any steroid or performance they tried to whatever, cancel me <laughs> yeah like Alex Rodriguez oh they just tried to cancel me Barry Bonds they just tried to cancel me <laughs> wow that's incredible man I it's like incredible I'm trying to think how about like he's trying to bend reality because I mean at this point reality is the most bendable it's ever been and he's just like yes I may have tested positive for a step my horse my bad my junkie drug addled horse they have tested positive for something he he shouldn't have however it's just because y'all trying to cancel me though that test result wouldn't be a problem if y'all weren't just trying to cancel me Bob Baffert won the 2020 election the Arizona audit will prove it um so He's wow, gonna run for is... office. Oh, he would. Oh, that, that is the inevitable end point of this. And Not even like, like president. They He'll tried for, like, to senators. cancel me when my horse won because they couldn't handle it. Yeah, where is like, he dude, from? Um, your horse tested positive for drugs. Ooh, he's from Arizona. That's got potential. Maybe he's gonna kick. Um, what's her name? Cinema. Kristen. Oh, the one no one Cinema. likes, right? Is that the one that no one likes? There's a lot of um, them that her no one name? likes. Kristen. Is she the one who wears all the goofy? Like she's the one who wears like yeah. the kind of people say like the goofy oh, outfits. Kirsten, uh, Kirsten Cinema. Is she That's the one it, who just yeah. didn't show up for the January sixth thing? I believe. Doing? Yeah. And people were like, really? Yeah, she but didn't she show up for the, the minimum January wage thing, commission. which was funny. Yeah, she <laughs> she skipped the vote on January sixth commission out of personal family matter. That's awesome. Um. I really don't care too much about like the January 6th commission thing because like 
The optics I, of skipping that aren't good, though. I will. Yeah, the optics <laughs> of skipping it is pretty awful. But like, I, I, I kind of think that people overvalue what that would actually accomplish. It's where just it's like, like a, we're doing this thing, and y'all will probably like it. Yeah, like it, it's, it's to me, it's mostly just one of those things where like they're gonna be like, well, we're really gonna look into the situation and try and figure out the root cause, and we all know what the root cause is. It it was the internet and basically doing what the president wanted. Like that was like the two things. It was it, like it, it's so easy to know why it happened. Um, and like the FBI is going, they're arresting the people anyway. So like I like I don't know what the point is. Um, so I can't really get. I mean, yeah, like obviously everybody has like a political interest to vote against it. Those that too. Um, but. I really, I, I, I'm not too mad that didn't happen because I was like, I don't think we would have learned anything, you know? Yeah. And that's just my opinion. Shout um, out the horse drugs, man. Shout out the horse. Yeah. Hopefully but anyway, he gets so, the rehab, comes out a better horse. Yeah. So, um, Baffert. Be a great though, film. Yeah. So, Baffert. Um, so, in, here's something that's interesting. So, in May 10th, he said it was, it was like the cough medicine, right? Um, in May 11th, he said that Medina Spirit had dermatitis for which an ointment containing betamethasone was used, which led, which he claims went led to the positive test. But now that it's tested positive again, um, and now he has been banned from the uh, Kentucky Derby for two years now. So the man who just got the record is now not allowed to race in it next year or the I'm year. Surprised they didn't vacate the title. I feel like that's just what you. That do. might be coming. They might want to continue to do like more investigation or something, like see if there was like intent, you know, um, or if it was just like I mean, I don't know. I guess they probably believe there was intent already because of like how crazy he sounded after this. Uh, but man, that's <laughs> wild, dude. Yeah, oh man. Well, hey, hey man, he he believes that he did nothing wrong, and they ain't gonna vacate his title. So hey man, you got that record though. They can't they ain't taking that away from you. They can't take that away from you, man. Um, it's yours well, they can, keep. but <laughs> they won't. So they probably won't. Um, you know, I again, and I I'm honestly after reading that statement where he's just like, um, uh, they're trying to cancel me, and also my horse ate uh eight p. I think that like I'm kind of on his side. <laughs> that just sounds like such a shit post, man. They yeah, tried no, to cage like, me because my horse ate piss. <laughs> but like I I, I want to be on his side because like I want him to be right. You know? And again, he, he will be the next senator in Arizona. Absolutely. He will can take, come back uh, to episode, what are we on? 92? Yeah, get back on like episode 140. And we're gonna be talking about like, well, Bob yeah. Baffert won the election today. <laughs> Just as we predicted, 40, yeah, as 50 predicted. episodes ago. Aiden the Oracle. <laughs> yeah, Oracle Mangan. Yeah. But uh, what are we, how are we doing on time? Are we good? Let's see. Uh, yeah, we got we time for like one more topic. Track? Well, let's talk about probably the one of the biggest topics. Well, okay. When we say biggest, we don't mean like it's more important than some human rights violation that is inevitably happening <laughs> somewhere around the world. But yeah. something that people have been talking about a lot is this Naomi Osaka stuff. So do we want to just do that? Oh, yeah, definitely. So if you don't know, 
about uh, Naomi Osaka. She is a, a very, very good tennis player um, mm-hmm. who has won, like, I've, I think I saw, like, she's fairly young, right? She's, like, what, 23? I believe 23, yeah. I'm, yeah, she's um, quite young. Yeah. With a couple grand, like, I don't know what they call it. It's like grand slam or tournament, like, big tournament wins under her belt. Yeah, right? yeah. And grand slams, yeah. She is, she's like number one or number two in the world for women's tennis, right? Mm-hmm. So she's a I very, believe, yeah, I believe she's number two now, but I mean, I'm not top sure. three, we'll just put that. Yeah. She's a top, she's like a top, top tier tennis player, right? And mm-hmm. the French Open is happening right now. And so she went into it and she posted something on her Instagram where essentially she was like, hey, um, you know, I'm not in a space where I really feel comfortable talking with the media and I've seen it before where like a player will lose a match and they're really emotional and then they've got to talk to the media and then they've got to deal with these questions and it's a lot and then they have a breakdown and I just don't want to have to deal with that. So I am not making myself available to the media and I'm aware I'll be fined. So hopefully that fine money goes to like a mental health charity or something. And then yeah. she just left it. Well, actually, that. so before that statement happened, she'd already like, I think privately, like her representation told like the French Open, she, so she wasn't going to. Yeah. And then the French Open fined her 15,000. And then that's when she released the initial statement. Right. Just okay. kind of get like the timeline there. Gotcha. So that happens. And then there's like, you know, people are already bitching and talking about it. And then I think the head, the the commission, the people who run like the board or whatever in charge of the French Open was like, she has to speak to the media. Otherwise, we will not only continue to fine her, but we will force her to like, we will disqualify her or something like yeah. that. Right. So then she just sort of got out in front of it and said, I'm just going to pull myself out. Yeah, she said she was going to pull herself out of the tournament. Um, and also while doing that, too, she revealed that part of the reason she's felt like she couldn't speak to me is that she's gone through bouts of depressions for like the past couple of years yeah and she's um, got like a lot of anxiety and talking to like a lot of people has always been really difficult for her yeah so basically she was trying to do the right thing for her mental health and i i get like yeah the french open has like rules about talking to the media and stuff but obviously but she it was wasn't willing to pay the her. fines though yeah exactly um <laughs> probably because she knew here's what i'd say probably because she knew she'd win she get the money back <laughs> She's really good. Okay, I want to say something about Osaka. Osaka is really like the one player that I go out of my way to try and watch. Um, yeah, male and female at this point too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just really think she plays an incredible game. Um, again, like the fire, like just the type of energy she plays with is crazy. Which is uh, funny because um, she's I, super I, quiet, right? But when she's out there, she's like, yeah, yeah. No, she's still pretty quiet on the floor too. Or on the, it's like on the this intense, too. just sort of. Yeah, but uh, again, it's just like it's just like watching someone like like in the peak of their career. You know, it's just like dominance. Uh, I remember I I watched uh, recently her against Serena, and that was incredible. Like Serena had her on the ropes in the beginning, and then Osaka was just like nah <laughs> yeah no, and she just like came back and just made it like what made it way too easy and again against serena yeah ridiculous. no she's she's it's it's like it's that's the thing right it's kind of cool right it's like you know she's just like you know she's very kind of 
quiet reserved but then like i'm not like she's not like wow but like she steps she steps out there and there's like you know the air changes and that's a lot of competitors are like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah Kawhi is like that's like, super quiet but then on the court you can just tell like something clicks and it's okay it's game time there's yeah, like an definitely. intensity that comes off of that so yeah she pulls herself out and Shout out to Corday for being a supportive boyfriend in her Instagram comments, being like, she doesn't need to explain anything to anybody. And I imagine he's very right. aware of what she deals with. That's right. They've been together for a little bit. And yeah. so there's a couple of things to unpack here. First of all, she was more than willing to pay the fines. That's the rule. So I've tweeted this to anyone who wants to bring up the she's contractually obligated. Yeah. And then they say it's probably in the contract, too, that the only consequence is just a recur- recurring fine. Not we can disqualify yeah. you, which seems like a bit of a goalpost move, you know, because mm-hmm. they realized, oh, shit, one of the most marketable people in our tournament doesn't want to talk to people. Let's just kick her out. Which is bad t- is, by the way, because it's going to overshadow whoever wins. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think anyone's going to particularly care about who wins the French Open. And that now. sucks, by the way, for whoever wins, because it's really hard to win one of these things. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And even though that'll be a great accomplishment for whoever does that. They'll also have like the asterisk over their head the entire Osaka life of left of yeah of people saying like you know well Osaka probably would have won if she still if she didn't get you know booted out or whatever yeah uh, and look I respect her on two counts first of all the big one is just take care of yourself you know at the end of the day you have yourself you know like if everything's gone all you have is you so you need mm-hmm. to make sure you're right so I respect her for taking care of herself and also like. You know, I feel like it's very nice of her to just be like, I don't want to, like, make this more of a battle than it needs to be. So I'm just going to pull out and not even, like, fight. Because she could have fought it, I think. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. her right to not talk and play. But she was like, you know, it's not worth it. No, and, and that, like, oh, Osaka is really smart. I, I was going to say, she, she does a really good job of, like, image control in general. So, like, yeah. it, again, she, like. This this is like a situation where it's hard to not be on her side, really, because well, she didn't do anything wrong. And again, there's people who for herself. Yeah, there's people who are like are against what she does, like what she's done and everything. But it's it's really hard when you think about like what really happened here. She just didn't want to talk to the media. Like, what is like the big deal with that? You know, and. So I follow a couple uh, journalists on Twitter. A lot of them are sports journalists, but, you know, journalists Mm -hmm. nonetheless. And a bunch of them are like, you know, press conferences are fine, but where you really get like the good, like a lot of like that more like intimate, interesting information is by building relationships with the athlete or athletes. And then you get to talk to them when it's not a press conference because they like you and they'll talk to you. Personal interviews, one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and also... The moron from Pro Football Talk who said, like, if we made press conferences optional, 99% of players would still do it is a fucking idiot. Oh, absolutely. There is no way 99% of people would still do it. Because guess what? If you're popular, you don't need a press conference to expand your brand. Yeah. Like, think like here's what I would say. If you were on, like, a professional football team, for example, even if press conferences were optional, like, the quarterback would probably be expected. You know, because they're supposed to be, like, the leader of the team. Plus, like, a defensive captain and stuff. But, come on, you know that, like, that third-string cornerback isn't going to be taking questions from the media. Or, like, the star, even, like, yeah, the star who could still be a leader, if they don't feel like it, they just won't do it. Yeah. Because they're the star. They don't care. Yeah. 
And look, honestly, the media would love that too because then they could create more headlines being like, um, talk. Yeah. Um, Ronald Ronaldson, uh, star running back of the Dallas Cowboys, who doesn't exist, who I made up, which is funny that I made up because I know that Ezekiel Elliott is the running back of the Cowboys. Uh, But Ronald Ronaldson of the Dallas Cowboys, um, didn't has not elected to speak to the media once this season. What is he hiding? We did yeah, an investigation like, and we found a YouTube comment made by him in 14 year old, like when he was 14 years old in the year 2007, where he called a video gay. <laughs> Is this what he's hiding? Is he afraid we'll bring this up? Who knows? <laughs> they would love that. Come on, journal- like journalists like that. They would love that, man. You you know that, too. They would love well, that. Yeah, because they eat up. Look. If they they will make a story where there isn't a story to tell, you know, yeah, this happens all the time. Like, example, Lillard, Damian Lillard had an amazing game against the Nuggets in Game Five, where he had like fifty-five yeah. points. Already seeing the down. already seeing the Steph versus Dame stuff, which is like, why? That's not even important right now. Yeah. Steph isn't even in the I mean, playoffs. It's fine, <laughs> but in the in the spirit of embracing debate, Basanti, what do you take? Steph is better than Lillard. I love Dan. Oh, okay. I'm a way bigger Lillard yeah. fan than I am a Steph fan, but I'm picking Steph. He yeah. is a unanimous okay, MVP. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this though. Fate of the worlds line. I'm I, want <laughs> I want Dalla. I want Dalla. That is one of the greatest clips of all time, and nothing will ever. Yeah, be I don't even explain the context on that one. If you know, you know, and it's amazing. Yeah, uh, no, it's yeah, but it's it's okay. So there's a couple things to unpack, right? So the first one, the one I was expecting immediately was she's a successful athlete who's made a lot of money. Why should we care that she's sad? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's like no one's asking you personally to care and reach out to her or whatever, but you it's more of like a respect thing, right? Just being like, she made a decision for herself. Respect yeah, her privacy. She leave is it alone. allowed to do that. It's it's interesting to me too because like remember when like Marshawn wouldn't talk to the media, it was a meme. Uh, it, it was a, yeah, it was more of a meme. no one got mad because he showed up and they thought it was there was people who did get mad but it was drowned out by people who thought it was funny. So would yeah, it be him, better I'm if just she just showed up fine. and pulled the silent treatment or just pulled the one word repeated or something? Yes, yeah, being like yep, no, nope, yeah, or just saying like sure to everything. Sure. Oh, it's immature. Like, see, like, what do you want? Yeah, it's like, because here's the thing. Let's say she decides to talk, but she doesn't want to. Then you'll get mad at the quality of her answer. Nowhere in the contract does it say you have to be good at media availability or you have to give them what they want. You just have to be there and answer their question. Yeah. Is the answer good? No, you can't find someone for shitty answers. Yeah, this kind of reminds me of a situation with, um, you know, uh, Zach Granke? Vasant. Yes. Uh does he I don't know if he still pitches, but I do know. He still does, yeah. He's he's on the Astros. Um now he's on the Astros. Yeah. But so he's a pitcher in the MLB. Um, and he so for years, the kind of like what people would say about him is like, wow, he's like really like antisocial and weird, you know? And that was kind of like what people thought. Sorry, he's antisocial, man. 
but like antisocial in like ways like when like reporters would like talk to him he like would always give like weird answers and like like not like he wouldn't really have like normal conversations with them and a lot of times you know it would be like those like sure yeah um nah he just sounds like Kawhi. yeah so but what happened eventually is that he eventually made it publicly known that he suffers from like severe anxiety so he doesn't like talking he yeah he doesn't like talking much at all he said his favorite mlb season was last season when there was no they didn't um because he because he gets uncomfortable with like fan interaction again no disrespect to his fans either you know but fan interactions really make him uncomfortable too because it's it's uh, an environment he's not familiar with. He's uncomfortable. Yeah, and here's the thing. Once again, do you have to feel bad for him? No. If you're if you are one of those people where you're like, look, it doesn't like look, I look, Zach Greinke is probably very rich. I I know for oh, a yeah. fact he was like one of the best pitchers <laughs> in the league. I don't yeah. know if he's still in that stratosphere, he, but he's not that stratosphere, but he's still really good. Yeah, he's a good he's been really good and now he's just pretty good. But, you know, mm-hmm. he's making money. He's minting it. Absolutely. But like, dude, just because you're rich doesn't mean you can't have mental health problems. And yes, there's people who are like, well, you're really rich. You have access to the resources. You don't need me to care or for me to get empty. And you don't. But guess what? If you don't care, then why are you saying anything? You shouldn't. Yeah. Or here's the like I said earlier, all you have to do is just respect people's personal feelings like if mm-hmm. he has anxiety and he's not comfortable talking to people respect that you don't need to bully him about it or get on his case about it if osaka is like i'm not comfortable right now talking to the media just respect her personal decision and when she pulls herself out respect her choice to do that because yeah, a lot of definitely. people would in like man i was talking to elisa about this i think it's really dumb when people are surprised when athletes are antisocial. I don't know how you could statistically even study this, like what sort of personality test you'd have to do, but there's probably like, let's just be really generic. Let's say 50% of the population is like introverted, right? And half of it's extroverted. Then Mm -hmm. of course, like a good amount of athletes, like half the athletes possibly even, you know what I mean? Or not, maybe not. You know what I mean though? Like if a lot of people are antisocial, antisocial people can also be athletes. Yeah, your social no, ability has nothing to do with your skills. Yeah. So like, no, like, I always find it, look, I'm not saying the Kawhi laugh and stuff like that isn't funny. And there's plenty oh, yeah. of instances where like someone being kind of antisocial and awkward has breeded something amusing. But I never understood why people kept saying, oh, they're just weird. They're not weird. They just like to mind their own business and not talk when they don't need to. Yeah. And what I would say too is like, um, in a case with like um in a case with like Osaka and a case with like people like Granky and whoever else, whatever they're kind of like dealing with their own, it's obviously like their own business. But further, like further on with that is obviously just like the public eye. And you're expected to kind of always be like Superman or Superwoman, you know? You're always it's expected like, nah, to bro, be. I'm a person who's just got a really specialized skill set. That, yeah, especially know. again when you're someone who Granky at one point was like the top of the league, and Osaka is still one of the best tennis players. And she'll probably continue to be considered yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just like, yeah, it, it's hard to always be Superman or Superwoman. You know, it's hard to always be perfect. And again, that can weigh a lot. Like if you are, if you aren't already kind of like sound, that's going to weigh down a lot on them. Yeah. And 
here's the thing like so another example is Kyrie Kyrie and the media don't get along very well NBA player Kyrie Irving and the argument with him is, well, he signs a contract. And in the contract, he's got to be available to the media. And when he's not available, he gets fined. But the thing is, it's a lose-lose situation, right? Like, if he doesn't show up, he's going to get fined and people are going to say he's a problem. If he shows up and he doesn't answer the questions the way people want it to, he's a problem. Yeah. I think, look, if it's in the contract, I think it's okay if you get fined because you signed it and that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. But if people want to just take the fine and not show up, that's fine. That should be their choice. We shouldn't have to make it anything more than that. You know, and it's really sucks because I feel like we've come a long way with mental health, but clearly we haven't because people are like, Oh, she's just feeling a little sad. She's a little nervous. Why can't she just get over it? It's not that easy. And yeah, she has the friends and the resources and the money to help with all that stuff to get help for it. And I'm sure she does, but that's why I don't need, I don't think anyone actually wants you to care for her or feel bad for her or reach out to her. You just need to respect her decision and leave it alone. Cause it's not, you don't know what's going on in her head. So what made you the expert? Also these people who are like, Oh, she doesn't have what it takes to be a great athlete. She's not Jordan. She's not Kobe. She's won four grand slams. She's a top three player in her profession. You're on your couch. Where did that mental fortitude get you? <laughs> Nowhere. What's your point? <laughs> like, it's like that. You're on your couch. <laughs> so, like Creamer listening to listening to the <laughs> podcast at home on his couch. Hey, <laughs> like it's okay. Look, we're not all supposed to be athletes, but like we're not gonna sit here and say that just because you're not like just because you don't have a mental issue makes you a better athlete, and just because you do have a mental health problem, you are a worse athlete. We're not gonna make yeah. that claim. Because it's stupid. And most players, you your favorite player probably has something going on in their life that's made them depressed or made them deal with some some level of mental health issue, but they don't talk about it because they know if they do, this is what's going to happen. And fuckheads, I have this pulled up. Like Michael Tracy, who I don't know what he is, journalist, whatever. Someone who in March of 2018 can tweet about how DeMar DeRozan and Kevin Love speaking publicly about their mental health struggles is a great service and they can break stigmas, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people said that. But guess what? What happened with Osaka showed me that y'all were just talking. Because this same fucker is the one who tweeted, she's the number ranked, number two ranked women's tennis player in the world and has this lifetime winnings, but she needs our empathy. Okay. Like, dude, oh, yeah, why, that. That was, why do y'all want to be dicks? Like, I'm not saying you have to go, like, act like her mom or something or her parents and, like, really, really get into what's going on. But why could you just not be a fuckhead and leave it alone? She's not feeling good. She don't want to talk to the media. So what? What are you going to get out of her press conference anyway? I don't think she was exactly a soundbite player. You know what I mean? There's players who, like, clearly enjoy just talking shit at press conferences. Not everyone does. So, look, if it's mandatory, fine. I'll pay the fine. And then if I pay the fine, you can leave me alone. And then if I argue it shouldn't be mandatory. Because that way, if a player chooses to come to our press conference to talk, clearly that means they want to say stuff. That's what you should want. And then if you're a good journalist, build some personal relationships with people. Yeah. In the team, definitely. the athletes, whatever. This is stupid. Yeah, definitely. Um, I just wanted to say, uh, uh, this is completely unrelated. This not, but I just saw this come up on my phone. We've got breaking news in Bachelor Nation. <laughs> <laughs> is the host coming back? <laughs> no, not yet. Um, uh, we can talk, we, we don't even have to talk about this guy. I just think you're going to laugh at like this scenario. Yeah. So, you know, do you know what Bachelor in Paradise is? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So it's like, they're it's like one of their like 
it's like a not a it's like a bachelor show but it's like a spin-off of the original yeah yeah it's a, it's a bunch of the old contestants and stuff basically doing love island you know yeah um, the greatest hits. so yeah chris harrison is not going to be the host of it this season it said it will be variety reports the role the role will be filled by celebrity comedians including david spade <laughs> David Spade? David Spade. Cusco? <laughs> yeah. David Spade. Yeah, I wanted to say, he wanted to just look at one of them when they're getting all like toxic and just be like, oh, you messed up my groove. <laughs> David God. Spade was the David last Spade name I was like, expecting. David Spade is an incredible one because like, first is of all, David someone, Spade funny? Not particularly, um, in my opinion, at least. He was a good but voice he, actor in one film. Yeah, he, he's someone that's so far past his, like, powers, you know? His prime of relevance, yeah. yeah. Like, it's just like, they're just like, who can we get for this? Yeah, David Spade, why not? Hey, man, David good for Spade's David. Like, hey, David Spade, though? Get that bag, King. This is Go his ahead. best. This is the best role he's gotten in, like, 10 years. So grown-ups, too. Good job, man. Yeah. <laughs> grown-ups, too. Dear God. Um, I watched that movie wow. in theaters. Did you really? Yeah, my dad and oh, I were like man. bored, and we were like, "Hey, what is there a comedy out?" And I didn't know shit about Grown Ups, like as a movie franchise. And I was like, "Oh, don't people like Adam Sandler?" So we just went to watch it. It was fucking terrible. Shaq was oh. in it as a like a dick sporting goods employee or something. But yeah, but I speaking of that, first of all, I'm so sorry that you did that. Like not only not only for you, but I'm just sorry that you like gave more money to Happy Madison and like let them keep doing what they were doing. Sure, I'm the reason we got the one. Pixels. I forget the one where they went to Africa and Pixels. Oh, oh, um, blended, blended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awful too. Um, Shaq's yeah. in that one too, I think. Vasant's ten dollars was the tipping point where they went. We're gonna make Pixels. Yeah, ten dollars, bro. What, bro? That was not that long ago. We were not paying okay, only true. ten bucks yeah. for movie tickets. Thirteen dollars. <laughs> uh, but I was gonna say, I, I have an announcement. Mm. Um, I have finally seen another movie where nice. I feel <laughs> that's not the announcement. <laughs> I have seen a film. I have seen a movie, <laughs> <laughs> and they all clapped. Yeah! Wow, he did it. I have finally seen another movie that I feel I could devote an entire cinephile to. Let's go! Is it an entire solo cinephile? Is it? No, I don't. I I actually didn't think it was bad. There we go. Um, take a guess. I'm gonna give you three guesses. Is it the horse movie? It's not the horse movie. What's? Is it something that came out lately? Like, so I can pull up maybe like. It's recent. Yeah. Okay, 2021 films. Is it Cruella? It's Cruella, baby. <laughs> so you didn't think Cruella was that bad? I didn't think it was that bad. I'll, I'll get into that more in the. I episode. heard it was pretty like visually nice. I, I liked to look it. At. I, I, I honestly liked it. But I have uh, a question. No, Actually, think... I'm not gonna, don't spoil it. I'm just gonna say this. Yeah. The question you have to be the question that's it doesn't look. It doesn't if it doesn't answer this question. That's fine. It can still be like a solid film. Mm-hmm. But I want to know if it answers the question of did this need to be a movie. <laughs> Did anyone um, need a not Cruella particularly. Okay, too. N- no, I, I still, still don't look. believe this. I'll say this. I don't believe, I still don't believe that we needed this movie, you know? But it's not bad for what it is. Yeah, but it's also probably the best movie we could have gotten considering how ludicrous of a concept it is. Is Emma Stone good in it? Yeah, no, she's actually like really good. <laughs> like she's got like, also, someone highlight. mentions like, I know they've mentioned that Ursula movie, but I, 
from what I know of Ursula as a character, I think the backstory there might be more interesting than a lady who hates dogs. So yeah, yeah, you know, the I'll talk about. I I can't I can't use all my jokes now. I have Don't to hold back. Save it. Um, gotta hold up. Yeah, I gotta hold back. But no, it, it's it was honestly pretty enjoyable. I I did like it. But there's there's enough going on with like what what caused this movie to be made, in my opinion, and like what's gonna happen because of it that I think it's interesting enough to talk about. And that, like, the thing is, look, I see plenty of movies, but, like, not all of them, clearly not all of them are worth an episode of Cinephiles, you know? Like, it's just, like, I, I, some of them just aren't worth talking about that much. Like, you know, like, I I saw Shiva Baby. I liked it. Just, I I don't think I could talk about for 30 minutes. Like, you know? Corella seems like a film with, like, a lot of you know, character, pizzazz, whatever you want to call it, like warrants mm-hmm. some discussion, whether it's about the good things, the bad things, somewhere in between, whatever. Yeah, a lot of it, a lot of the discussion I'm going to be talking about, I don't even think will be about the movie particularly. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I I'm looking forward be, to hear that. Yeah. And hopefully y'all are too. And I know we've been running a bit long, but hey, a little extra content because we've been gone mm-hmm. for a bit on a little break. So Welcome yeah, to so, half and half summer session, baby. You're, summer session. Woo. We're vaxxed and we're back. <laughs> I'm vaxxed. I'm waxed and I'm cheeked up. Yes. Facts, 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 facts. Simply that last part didn't simply rhyme, but it's just true with me. <laughs> there's a, there's a, it, it is a fact. It was said. <laughs> yes. Had to be said. Anyway, thanks for listening. Hope you all mm-hmm. have a great time, whatever you're doing. If you're on the couch, I'm sorry if I called you out and offended you. I hope you <laughs> sat back down on the couch. Maybe got yourself a nice drink, snack, whatever. But yeah, take invest it in easy. cream coin. <laughs> invest in cream coin. This is not financial advice. And peace out. Bye. Stay creamy. <laughs>